0: From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, Agents led by Son of Call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl
1: just flew on by We're chillin', watchin' Netflix How much time's gone by We're talkin' TV From Suits to Supernatural Talkin' TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang with from Black True Detective Bombed at Second Crack, The Walking Dead, Arrow and the Flash. Get Into Geek, this is DC Chat, week number 22, talking about three shows today and still for... uh, All your love, Terry. No Supergirl in sight, but it is the last week of Legends, so welcome, Terry.
0: Hello. My
1: name is Mitch. We are here to talk about Flash and Arrow, but yeah, Legends, it's season finale for season three. Yeah. It is going to be where we start off our chat uh, today because while it did air here after Flash in Australia, technically it comes before it because it's... That's how it aired in the States. That's how we're going to watch it. Now that we've seen it, we know it doesn't make any difference, but we may as well do what we've been doing the last couple of weeks. So let's talk about Legends. legends. Okay, so I fire up my IQ and because um, <laughs> it's recorded there and I read the title, The Good, The Bad and The Cuddly. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Wonder what that oh, means. Thank
0: Christ, I didn't read that.
1: Yeah, well, I'd forgotten about it, so I wasn't sure of what to think about. And <laughs> okay, can we? St- should we start there? Is that an okay place to it. start? Um. <laughs> well, okay. We'd spoken about this a couple of well, many weeks ago when the little creature, the little toy, was like, you know, it was the MacGuffin of the episode in the Vikings or whatever it was. And I'm like, okay, well, at least they've gotten that out of their system. So when, uh, mainly Nate, he's thinking about Voltron, when they're there with the with the totems and they're thinking about, I just thought they were, I didn't know what they were doing with the totems. I thought they were practicing just combining their energies. Yeah, same. Almost to create some know, kind of,
0: yeah. Yeah, just an energy, like a bigger energy ball or something. I didn't know yep. if they were going to create a thing a or thing. become a thing. Yeah, Is that what happened? They like merged yeah. and became the thing that we we're about to talk about
1: <laughs> yeah well when when uh mick was there going are we making a baby are we and i'm like ah, a bit of fun because he can feel some kind of energy and then when it was yeah. like some kind of weird alien thing i'm like what the f- is going on here didn't think anything about it but then yeah. nate's like continually talking about voltron yeah defender of the universe blah 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 and then when they're in that like hut in in zembezi uh ready to fight him and He's like, Oh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about it. They're like, You're not thinking about it. He goes, I am. I'm so sorry And I thought, Oh, it's a nice little throw to like Ghostbusters when it's like all the all, all Dan Aykroyd could think about was uh puff and stuff. Yeah. Marshmallow man. And I thought oh, well, dare, dare they like make that much of a reference, pop culture reference, where they're going to fight Malice, as we found out his name's Malice, not Mollus, or is it, Um, with the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man uh, from Ghostbusters? That would have been better. Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> hang on. He's been talking about Voltron. Oh, shit, we're going to see some, like, you know, Transformers type gear ready to rock out. And then when it was f-ing Bebo, honestly. <laughs> I almost switched off and I'm like, it's, it's, this is the finale of this show. Well, the season finale. I was ready. And you know, how I say I watch this and occasionally there'd be some weird stuff happen. It's always when my wife's watching and she doesn't watch these shows and it's always so random. She wasn't around for this. And even for my own (laughs) viewing pleasure, I was actually ready to switch off. It was bad. That f***ing did me. (laughs) F***ing Bebo. Now... Okay, it's one thing for them to, like, manifest the power into a 30-foot Bebo. But they weren't around then. Like, they all became one with the totem energy and became Bebo. So why the f*** was Bebo still... Bebo loves
0: you. I know. And I'm like, aren't
1: you technically that thing? Yeah. Like, shouldn't that be like a Megazord and you're all Power Rangers inside Um, it?
0: Yeah, I was just going to say that. (laughs) I mean,
1: not to get real geeky about it. Take me back to my childhood. But, oh, I just... I don't know. I I felt a little let down by this episode overall. It just felt like it was a bit anticlimactic considering it's a season finale and all the build up we've had about this one bad guy that unlike the last two seasons of, of Legends, we haven't seen this bad guy until just now or yeah. two minutes before prior to the end of last episode. He's been this one bad thing that's coming. Now, I know Damien Dark was technically the bad guy this season. This is just the, the the thing that we've been fearing the most. But still, he pops out and you're like, how are you going to do this? And then it's Bebo. And I'm like, okay. But then like you get to that moment right at the end and Malice says, even the totems can't stop me now. I'm too powerful. And they sort of run into each other and they jump up into the sky. Yeah. And then Bieber just sort of like falls to the ground and squashes him, and th- like that's it, <laughs> he got squashed. And I'm like, but it, oh, I don't. I just dumb. It, it just was really dumb. And I'm like, it was a massive payoff to this joke that they've been setting up the entire season. I'm like, yeah. the joke wasn't funny to begin with. Like, it just, oh, I just felt really let down by a season finale. Yeah, and I think Legends for mine. As up and down as it's been in all their seasons, the season finales tend to be okay. At least the first season was okay. I thought the season finale of season two was awesome. That was a two-parter. Was um,
0: that with the dinosaurs where they broke It ended or? up with the dinosaurs, yeah. yeah.
1: And that was a bit like, what the f***? Boom, credit. So you don't even think about it for too long. Yeah. But the one thing I got out of this, and I don't know whether you thought the same thing or at least remembered the season finale last year, was that it's funny how the Legends one rule... Is them not being allowed to interfere with events they've already interfered with. Mm. Now, Ray says that at the start of this episode. He gets dark, he's like, I'm gonna go back to this part, and he goes, Why wouldn't you have done this before? Or something goes, Oh no, we 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 can't do this, we can't interfere with 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 time and events that we've already that we've already been a part of. Yet last year's finale was about doing exactly the same thing. They went back to like three or four episodes in the past yep. and counteracted their own mission then. Now, yes that we had the time aberrations and all that sort of business happen because of it. But they broke their one rule and it managed to solve their, their problems. This season, they broke that one rule. Okay, it caused some other shit, but it solved their problem. Should we see the end of that one rule going into season four? (laughs) Should they be able to? Like every episode's the same story. They just keep going back and changing the same outcome of episode one for the next four months worth of TV viewing. It was um, it was a real yeah. It was a mixed bag. This
0: it really was. And um, the ending with Gary and Constantine was just weird. Yeah, this is bizarre. I didn't know what the f I was watching. Really, <laughs>
1: did you get really excited and then get really deflated when you heard Constantine's voice and then you realise it's Gary it dressed Gary, up?
0: And then I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And then Constantine showed up, but his hair's. It's different, isn't it? Oh, see, I don't, I not like notice this hair and
1: makeup thing as much as I know. I, they, I, I took the ages to I, I thought that was Constantine. They had
0: flashbacks. And yeah. Even in the flashbacks, I'm looking and I'm like, and I wrote the note. Sarah didn't have ridiculous eyebrows <laughs> in the flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not in my head. Yeah. But yeah, Constantine just he looked weird. But yeah, when it was Gary, I was like, oh, for. F-.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what really got Gary? me, but oh, f-ing Gary, like, and he's pretending to be Constantine. I'm like, get up, mate, Dungeons and Dragons, or whatever you were playing last week. But you don't need to get go away, Gary. Until you change, go away. Um, but in that scene, what really got me was, like, clearly they're not going to Aruba to sit on a beach and film a, a minute's worth of episode. They're, obviously, they're not going to do that. They don't even really have to go to an actual beach setting. Or location, it would be nice. Yep. But they film these up in Canada. I don't know what the beaches are like on Canada. Maybe none of them look like a Surprise, surprise. But this was so clearly in a set up against green screen. The lighting was all off. Like they didn't even fake the, like sunlight. It was too. Like none of the background was, it's any way, shape, or yellow. form. real. It was so yellow. Like yeah. I'm like if. It, it, it it's such a nitpicky sort of thing, but at the same time, like
0: it's a finale. It's yeah, but you... Put money into that, that episode if... Yeah, of the but even just
1: direct, like, cinematographer, like, the way that the shadows were hitting, you know, falling against them onto the... Like, it, it, it was, for all intents and purposes, it was, like, midday. They're on the beach. So why is it that real yellow sun and, and why does... But then it was a sun-setting sort of cgi background, but... It was just the way that it was lit really took me out of it because I'm like, well, I know that you're not on a real beach. I know that you're not in Aruba, but at least try and make me believe mm. that that's... Uh, it's just such a tiny, nitpicky little thing. And then, of course, him coming and going, oh, more demons have gotten out. I'm like, great, Constantine, that must mean you're going to be sticking around because yeah. you're a demon guy. Which is Fantastic. Great. Maybe even just spin off into your own show again. Um, it's It'll be funny if they never mention the time aberrations again because going back and interfering with their own... Past at the end of season two was what created the time aberrations which what season three was all about that's again how they wrapped up season three was going back and breaking that one rule i'll be very interested to see whether the aberrations like multiply now because they've done exactly the same thing now why they didn't interact with themselves they still went back and changed things but again i'll I'll probably just given them an out there that's a simple out (laughs) it doesn't have to make a lot of sense but um now you you're a massive rip fan yep he seemed to make the sacrificial play.
0: I was gutted.
1: do you think he's really dead?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah yeah oh, I'm not, I don't know the answer or anything I, like that I'm just so wondering
0: I only think that this because unlike Benjamin, I read the yeah. the credits like and he's listed as like a special guest.
1: Every week. Yeah. Right. Which is
0: not obviously a regular. Yeah. So I kind of thought, oh, that's it. He's, I don't actually know what Arthur Darville was doing in real life. Yeah, like yeah. he's got another show. But um, because I read that, I'm like, oh, great. That means he's not mm. a regular fixture. And when he died at the end, I was very upset. <laughs> I think
1: the only thing that, overall, I was like, I don't think this is real because it didn't seem like a, a, an adequate send off to the guy that this show was sort of revolved around for the first two yeah, seasons. He
0: started the whole thing.
1: Yeah. He you know, he was the captain for the longest time and I thought, is this an adequate send-off? Like, he's making the sacrificial play to I know he was trying to take the attention of, of Malice away from the ship, but it didn't seem to have this amazing effect on the team. Yeah, they lived, but it didn't look like Malice was there to chase them anyway. Like yeah. it was whatever. They just needed him to do that play to maybe Put some stakes in the rest of the show. I mean, the characters didn't even seem that upset that he had just done that. But the one thing that really made me think maybe this is real was before he'd even died, where he said to Sarah, "I'm going to go and do something," and or he's on the phone or whatever on the on the um, communicator, and he said, "I would very much like to see my wife and child again." Mm. And the way that he delivered that line was I need really great. What that meant? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, okay, right. So you're you're happy if you go and die if it means you get to whatever the mission. But that line is like, well, that that's fair. Like, if this show just killed you, I'd be like, uh, no, your story's not done. But now that he's sort of accepted his own fate, mortality, whatever, his place in the world and in this fight, that line makes me think that it might be real. But the rest of it didn't. So I think the majority of my feeling, no, it's not real. But then why would you just throw in that line about the wife and child when we know what those characters mean to him? And that's yeah. why he put the legends together in the first place. So, yeah. I mean, it's... If we have Constantine but no rip how do you how do you feel I mean you' lose that doctor who connection but you get Matt Ryan as Constantine which you like I mean where's the where's the pros and cons in Ooh, your mind that's
0: a tricky one <laughs> um I actually really like Constantine hmm. so I'm I'm happy to have one or the other yeah one thing I do wish they had have done I, only for the Doctor Who side of things um I mean they had Romans in this episode yeah now. Rory, which was his character in Doctor Who, he was the last centurion. So he was a Roman. That's so, right. Yeah. So I kind of wish they'd done something. They could have done something to, with yeah. that. Yeah. Just as a little, you know.
1: A little nod. Towards. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, given that he was in it and there were Romans in it. It was like, well, come on, guys. He's known as he's the last centurion. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't.
1: No. <laughs> Maybe we'll come back. Maybe they get one more chance. I didn't hey, expect to see Roman show up here, like no. Romans and Vikings and Aunt pirates. Jonah and... and that
0: piece of shit on his face.
1: <laughs> that I think that gets worse every time he comes back. Because the first time he was in the show, what episode four or five or something of season two, it actually looked pretty good. I thought, like you know, for TV when they don't, you know, they're shooting so quick and they've got to punch out. A, I, I, they film weeks in advance, but they're still pumping out an episode's worth of filming a week, I imagine, or something, you know, every yeah. a couple of weeks. So they don't need to have one particular actor go in and do makeup for five or six hours. That's taking up a lot of time, even for a, uh, a, a, a secondary character within the episode. But when he pops up in this, and I'm like, I can still see your undeformed mouth underneath the, 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 the piece of prosthetic hanging over as if it's a burnt scar, like half of your face melted away, and it's only, you know, 20% healed. It, it, like, I can see your real mouth behind that. What's, yeah, like that, it
0: doesn't make that sense. That thing
1: is supposed to be your... I, yeah, I found that really strange. I mean, I like that actor and I like the idea of Jonah Hex. And I think they, in one episode, when they first introduced him, even though I don't know the character, I can almost guarantee you that better served him than what they did with that movie with Josh Brolin many years ago. But, and even the idea that he and Zari, you know, having this sort of fun little exchange and she thought he was hot even though she thought he was disgusting at the same time and but yeah you're right that piece of shit on his face i don't (laughs) that's really the only way to describe it so yeah i kind of wish Constantine was involved um earlier in the episode because it would have just made so much more sense to have like all their guest star cameos just show up and we had bloody jacks show back up as well
0: he's bigger too right yeah I swear, every time these characters come back they've all beefed up yeah i mean we've got colton haynes in arrow he looks beefier yeah Jax is beefy yeah
1: time 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 away from tv just hit the weights yeah hit the proteins Jax though so he's from five years in his future like he come back and he's like oh i've got to like where'd you find time to have a kid and get married and he's like oh well, it's been like a couple months for you but it's actually been five years for me and i thought well why from a writing point of view because whenever they even though this our legends really are only from maybe late 2016 early 2017 whenever the show started the, the actual storyline of these shows only run for a couple of months at best yeah but whenever they go back to their present or our present it is always in our particular presence so when season three started off in say october 2017 and they're away for a couple of episodes and a couple of adventures and they want to go back to their lives. They don't go back to when they left. They go back to how much has time passed as a viewer. Yeah. So it seems really strange. Okay, so he's five years in the in the future. they just plucked him out. But why when they could have just plucked him out from the guy that they just dropped off? Or, Do you think
0: it's because he does look different?
1: Story-wise, six months down the track. Well, for me, it's almost like, is this... Do you put him in the future so that he has a kid? So it's almost like, let's get this character back in the show, but he's got an easy out as to why he doesn't want to stick around because he's like, not that he ever had a a conversation with anyone about, I kind of want to stick around, but I shouldn't because I've got a a wife and child now. But it was like, hey, I've got this little girl. And so for me, I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense why he probably wouldn't want to stick around. But why say yes anyway? Mm. Okay, yes, he's an old teammate. He wants to help his friends. But with all due respect to Jax and the actor that played him, and I mean it's purely from a character point of view, not not the acting at all. What did Jax do in this episode? He does he's not Firestorm anymore. He has no superpowers. Mm. He's there to be smart, but he was just out there like shooting people, wasn't he? Like he didn't really play any remember. No, I I I I'm only assuming he shot people, like, in the in the Wild West, shooting Vikings and Pirates, I don't and know, Romans. and Romans. <laughs> what? Oh, jeez. Yeah, okay. It's, it's a legends episode. They're all just mixed. In. It's wonder we didn't have any dinosaurs. But he did nothing. Like he he provided no jacks to this episode. He yeah. was just there to be like, oh, here's a final send off to that character. We already gave a final send off to. So it's like him coming back. It's great. The actors coming back. The characters coming back. Oh no, he's not. He's gonna go again. And I feel like, I it's in a way I feel like we've got more chance of not seeing him in the show again than what we do with uh, Rip. With Rip Did they
0: specifically the f- go five years into his future? That's and what I mean, yeah. Become, yeah. The
1: way this show p- plays with the present day time, it's always the present day for the for the viewer, yeah. give or take a few weeks or months. And they would have just plucked him out of there and so he would have mainly maybe picked up his life and had been living back in 20-whatever for six months. But no, we pluck him out of, what, 2022, 2023 or something like that. But anyway, like it's not it's not an offensive part of the episode. It was just yeah. like, why did you make that change? You gave no reason why you plucked him out of there. Why didn't you pick him out of five years ago when he wasn't part of the Legends, but he was Firestorm and you could have bullshitted some... I, I didn't know. They could have played with the, these characters and these stories like they have many other times, but that one was just there. It was extra detail for, for no purpose in a way. I agree. Um, I was actually so confused and let down in a way by this episode that I, I took note of the of the director and I I looked him up on IMDb. He's actually done seven episodes of Legends, and all the way back from I think the third episode of season one. So he's been around Legends long enough. It just felt like this episode didn't really have the, the feel of how Legends works and being a season finale. It just it was a really, I don't
0: know, just so such a really,
1: Oh yeah, really yep. weird mix. Like, I know, like I said before, Damien Dark's the bad guy, but they've been building up Malice to be so huge. And then it's like, they almost didn't even have the voice actor, John Noble, do anything in this episode. Malice hardly spoken this episode. Mm. He's been all about the voice. Now that we see him, it's like, well, if he speaks, we have to animate a moving mouth. And we ain't got time for that. Nobody got time <laughs> for that. Because
0: we're spending too much time making a big, giant... <laughs> Bebo or whatever.
1: Um yeah. On on Damien Duck, why do you think he took Nora's place as the host body for Malice? Like obviously he wants to save her, but then when he like, you know, shot her or whatever and she was dying and he said, I did this to save you and then Malice, like the, the essence of Malice, comes out of her mouth and goes into Damon He's like, you think because you take this body, I, I'm not just as powerful. I, I'm going to now claim you. And the last remains of actual Damien Dark said, I was counting on it. Mm. And I'm like, oh shit. It's almost like he's going to try and self-implode or something. Like, use whatever powers he does to kill himself and therefore kill Malice, perhaps.
0: Oh, I never actually thought of that.
1: But it was like, oh, I was counting on it. But is that is, do you think, is that all he meant? Like...
0: I thought that's... I just wanted
1: you to leave Nora. I didn't yeah, really care who else you took.
0: where I took it. Yeah, yeah.
1: okay. Yeah, I just. I've, I. was just... I don't know. Maybe I was just expecting more. I think more. your
0: train of thought probably would have been better. Yeah. But it's Legends. Come on. No, well, it's, oh, it's, no. It's Belanti. <laughs> <laughs> You're expecting way too oh, much. Oh, no, I oh. <laughs>
1: I feel like you're sounding like me and I'm sounding like you now. <laughs> <laughs> you're sounding more like Matty Gibson. This is Valante, What do you expect? Um, and the last bit on him, um, Damien Duck, is he finally dead now too? Again, I know he's died several times in the show before yes. in Arrow Season 4 and Legend Season 2, but, well, kind of. Uh, that, to me, wasn't a big farewell to the character. Like, he got taken over. We sort of see Ray's face. He becomes Malice. We don't even see really that happen. It's almost like it was off screen. Yeah. And then Neil McDonough's sort of gone from the show. We don't see him again. It's just all CGI mal. So I'm like, are you done now, Damien Dark? Like, just yeah. Again, the three people that that show up in this episode and leave again. Two of them because they're dead. I don't necessarily believe that they are gone. But are we ready to see Damien Dark come back again for a third season of Legends or a second season on one of the Earth based shows or something?
0: I wouldn't mind seeing him again, but not as The bad Damien Dark. Yeah. I kind of liked the Damien Dark that we have seen in the last few episodes. Yeah, yeah. Where he's kind of had a bit of a turnaround. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that Damien. Yeah. Because I was getting really sick of the other one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Did you think they were going to get to, at the end of the episode where we see Zembezi, they go back to 1942 and Nate farewells Amaya. Yeah. Now, it's been building up for this. For the last two seasons, these two have been essentially a couple. Yeah. And it's and, and for mine, I'm like my at one stage my prediction was that they would go to do that, and Nate would decide to stay, and he would be the grandfather, the grandfather. of Waterbitch. Um, yeah. you know, come uh come the modern day, but then she didn't recognise him when she was bad Waterbitch, and this one she's good because Zambezi was saved, and it's like, well then, uh, why we And here? that made no sense to me. Yeah, because why why are our legends still dealing with the current setup that was only created because water Bitch was part of the bad team yeah. and 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 helped direct those events yet her life has been completely changed she's a good person she's a protector of Zambezi. she's a current day vixen or what whatever time travel <laughs> who cares let's just <laughs> let's look past the confusing things and try to make sense of something else yeah. um and so he has to farewell her and he did goodbye don't look back she's like I don't ever want to forget you. He goes, you'll never remember me. He goes to men in black mind wiper. She says, don't do it. So now he has, at least if he would have done that, he could have moved on. Well, at least she doesn't remember me. And I can't, I can't ever go back because that'll be risking things. Like she remembers him. He remembers her. Again, are we, have, have we seen the last of Amaya? Like, are they going to go back on this, you know, arguably one of the show's most emotional moments we've ever seen in three seasons where these two characters that have been in love with each other for two years, Say goodbye for the greater good and the good of time and blah blah blah. Do we are we seeing Amaya for the last time? Like
0: well, when we first met Amaya, what year was that? That was with the other
1: Yeah, with like, um with uh, Mick uh no um Mike uh, Ross. Mike Ross. All of that. Yeah. Wait,
0: was that the forty?
1: Yeah, I I want to say that it was maybe 1941 or something. Maybe it was like she left in 1941, so when they go to drop her back again, same Legends thing, they drop her off to 1942 because they've lived out a year. Yeah. So therefore, they drop her back a year. (laughs) Meanwhile, she's a missing person on Earth for a year. Yeah. Um, That's the
0: thing. They seem to have forgotten her origin story. Mm. I mean, she was only on that ship because she was pissed off that Mike Ross was killed and he was her boyfriend. Yeah. And she was part of that. I want to say defenders. I know. Was like that Legion of Def-
1: Superheroes or something like that? Yeah. yeah I forget the which the had right name.
0: Nothing to do with this whole Zembezi thing. No, at all. It was like
1: they would borrowed her. Like she just you know went on a fact finding mission from Zembezi and looking after her tribe. Yeah, it was right. Like she was part of that. But then her backstory was that she got this power from her home. Yet, as legends went on, they made her more about being from Zambezi and a protector of her yeah. people. It's like, but you, um, you weren't protecting your people for seemingly a number of years because you were part of this World War II group of superheroes. Yeah, yeah. it's...
0: They've totally forgotten about that and obviously mm. hoped that we had as well. Yeah. I haven't. No, you haven't. It's like, what was the point of Mike Ross for this like five minute
1: yeah. episode? I was actually thinking about that during this uh, finale and I'm like, remember when Mike Ross was in there? Oh Yeah, that was, <laughs> that, was, that, was a bit of... that was, he was in this before I even knew he was Mike Ross. I hadn't started watching Suits oh at that gosh. point in time. So I remember you guys going mental when yeah. we saw him at the end of season one and I'm like, what the frigging hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> and then I knew and God damn do I know. Oh, and the last thing I had written down, actually. Um, we've asked the question. Maybe it's been answered and I've been irrelevant and you probably knew all about this all along. But how the friggin' hell does Damien Dark just seem to teleport everywhere? Like, he just seems to pop up whenever he wants. And it's like, how? if you can do that, why don't you use it more to your ability? And why haven't we explained that you can do this amazing thing? You're traveling through time. How? And then right at the end where Nora is being carted off by the Time Bureau and... Ray goes up to her to sort of go, yeah, I've always had a crush on you. And by the way, here's your little outs and use this time stone to escape. Um, Yeah, it's like, oh, here's a time stone. I'm like, you're dropping that in like I know what mm. that's about. Have you, no. We haven't seen that before, I right? I think so. Good. Because I saw that and I'm like, I've been asking questions for 18 episodes about how you're doing this shit. And by the, now it's like, oh, here's the reference that thing we've never referred to. Okay, Bye. Bye. <laughs> Do we see Nora again? Oh, I feel like this whole episode was just about farewells that might not have been actual farewells. So, anyway, we're not too far away, I'm sure, from Season 4 by the time we're uh, recording this uh, podcast and uploading it, so uh, we might have more answers soon.
0: Or not. Or not. (laughs) You know what?
1: Probably not. Let's put money on it. Can we talk Flash?
0: We can.
1: Okay, episode seventeen. It's called Null and Annoyed. Were you annoyed by this episode, Terry, or did uh, did you did you like this one?
0: Uh, sure. Oh, I can't even remember. Oh, that, this was the Jane Silent Bob episode. Yeah. I think I liked it. I don't know Wait, I've got f- the f- off at the end, so maybe <laughs> not.
1: <laughs> I struggle to think of what that is. Actually, um, it could be anything. Let's be honest.
0: Oh, uh, what have I written? Anti-meta cuffs can be pick-locked. Ah, oh, that's right. And, I, and that's what I wrote. F*** the f- off. Oh, yes, right. she's picked the lock of the anti-meta lock. It's yeah.
1: Like, w- yeah. <laughs> I mean, that moment was cool in the sense that, you know, she obviously can... Well, it's not even like she can switch off the gravity, I think. I think at that point I thought she was able to switch off the car, so she was having it hover above the city for the longest time. And then the flash shows up and it's her contingency plan and it worked. But then, yeah, she just walks off and just picks it. I'm like, mm, they hold people far more mm-hmm. powerful than you. Yeah. But as we later learn, he would just float up and up and up and up or that car would float up and up and up until it doesn't and then it would fall. And she, to make it not fall, would have to go and touch it again. So that once that car's up, she was murdering that guy. Yeah. That wasn't a contingency. I mean, it was, but it wasn't like it was up there just in case and then she was going to bring it down. She was letting that guy die. Like, <laughs> she a mean bitch. But, uh, yeah, um, for me, I think while, you know, we've, we've been asking questions and been annoyed annoyed uh, at um, at Ralph, Ralph Dibney for the longest time and he's this jokey guy and all that, and while they doubled down on that in this episode and it doesn't fully forgive all the shortcomings of him in the past it certainly does go a little bit to explain him and that little backstory that he told down in the little meta jail saying you know it was all about his dad and trying to cheer his mum up and whenever he gets scared he tries to be funny for better or worse it might not work he tries to be funny and I'm like okay cool I can accept that I don't mm-hmm. forgive for a lot of the bad shit but I feel like you did that. we're exploring some stuff and it's explaining some more stuff about you and I kind of like that, as 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 yucky as it made me feel to say that I liked that moment of the episode.
0: <laughs> you feel dirty. <laughs> this episode had a lot of different things happening in it from memory. So um, the breacher, there was issue with him losing his power. Yeah,
1: Danny Trejo. I didn't um, see him coming back to this show.
0: I did think it was cool that he was hunting vampires. <laughs> yep given that he was in From Dust Till Dawn yep. killing vampires <laughs> and then I think he became one um, and then um, I don't know why but I've written Master Splinter next to Ralph did oh, you that, reference the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah that was the
1: first big jokey scene right at the start where they were um, zipping around and, and they were in a simulation uh, with uh, a, a hologram of the thinker and Ralph's there, and he's like, "Oh, oh Master Splinter!" And you know, that's I'm gonna go right. do this, and he became a turtle, and he sucked his head back into his body. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs>
0: and I totally forgot that. <laughs> so there was, there was that the simulation. There was the breacher. There was um the null chick. But then there was the evil wife finding out that yeah. she's been drugged this whole time, and she's going through kind of like a, a loop as well. So there was I actually really liked that. That's my that's that my part.
1: absolutely my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, yeah. That
0: was really good. The only part I kind of like. Yeah it was,
1: Especially the, I mean that key moment Where I mean she's obviously Been going through A fair few scenes Where she's figuring Shit out slowly Yeah And then She records herself To Get the hell out and Not that, to trust him And all that
0: That's been done In something else Yeah Was it a, a movie oh, I, I can't pick it Where they kept Recording themselves so, Or maybe it was Another flash I just remember yeah. Something else that we've watched And there were like A ton of recordings
1: I, yeah, I can't quite.
0: That's what it was now. Yeah,
1: I cannot place it. But only at the last second did I actually see that moment coming. When she when she made the file name and it was, what was New Lemonade Recipe, or as if she's putting that into her big evil supercomputer, yeah, right? new, new Lemonade recipes. Recipe. <laughs> well, I'm like, I guess he's never going to search for that. I mean, if he goes into My Documents and it's the most recent one, he's going to go, oh, it's a little bit weird. Um, but she knows how he's going to operate this computer and he's not going to find it. But still, when she put that in and then it came up as this has already been used, I thought it was something to do with him, just for a second. And then right as she hit play, I'm like, oh, what if it's... And it was... Bo- she, she's already discovered this. And then as she finds out when she asks her husband, he goes, far too many times. I'm like, well, ha- I mean, how often? Like, yeah. as long as that tear guy has been around I mean, we only saw him use the tears or think about it half the episodes ago since tear guy first came into it, but... Still, the idea that, yeah, she's going through this repetition and we saw that, like her had the same conversation with him over again, except where he said, I'm going to catch the two matters. And she corrected him in the first time we saw this and said three and he goes, oh, that's, yeah, sorry, my mind's not where it should be. And he said two, she just sort of nodded and then he said, because Flash and his team have captured the third. So while he was still correct, he was telling her new information, so we should have seen the wife correct him and say three. So she finally starting to catch on as, as he, as he mind wiped her too many times that the reset buttons aren't working now and her, her brain's starting to like heal itself in a way that, yeah. I don't know. It was, I mean, I, I I've seen for a while, I think we all have on this show that the wife's going to be either his undoing or his next victim. And he didn't kill her yet. But you did have that moment when she's on the ground going, you are nothing without me. And I'm like, oh, man, you're an evil bastard. Because mm. I really felt that that first actor playing the thinker, I, w- I wish we didn't lose him. I believed him loving that wife. And I believed yeah. that wife loving the husband. Yeah. And now it's like, I don't believe that you love her anymore. But its I guess that's what we should be feeling. He's like, no, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever loved you. And I don't know how I feel if they're retconning stuff now or... That's how that actor initially was supposed to play it. Was that, that make the audience believe that you love us, so that when you turn, even though we're going to recast you seven times, <laughs> um, yeah? No, I, I did. That was by far and away my favorite part of or story of uh, of this episode. I've almost could have uh, taken or left the uh, the other half of it. You know, with again, we're just oh, here's here's another bad guy to make you know Ralph do his thing. Like I, I didn't quite buy into what happened to Flash to then have to apologise to Ralph and just to ask Iris for the advice that, well, you know, Ralph just needs to improvise. It's like, yeah, but the, it wasn't like improvisation helped that end fight. Like, Flash sort of was just floating a little bit and they're like, Ralph, do something! And all he really seemed to do was then, you know, try and reach the Flash up in the sky. It didn't work. And then made himself a giant whoopee cushion. And I'm like, is that... Is, is that to show the audience that improvisation as a hero is better than coming up with a plan or that is is good where a plan is lacking? Like, I don't feel like that wasn't improvisation. That was just a, another gag. That was a payoff to a reference of a joke earlier in the show. It didn't seem to, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just didn't buy that. So I, I, I would have happily had a whole episode at this rate in hindsight about the wife
0: yeah, absolutely. I felt that was way more powerful yeah. than Yeah, cat and else.
1: mouse in her own little basement, you yeah. know, trying to get away from her husband and discover things about herself and his plan and things like that. Like, that could have been a really interesting episode. Yeah.
0: But how – the other question, though, so the first – certainly the first time she, he, she finds this out, he comes into the basement and he says something and she tells him that – I don't know, not that he doesn't have long to live, but it was – something, yeah. and he said, well, how long? And she, I think she said a week. Yeah. But she's been saying that how many times?
1: Yeah, well, you've got to think, so- unless it is new information, that she's looking at the computer saying, oh, you've got a week. And maybe when she started, it was longer. But I got the idea this, this episode ran for at least a couple of days, story time-wise. So when she said that at the beginning, saying you've got maybe a week, and then at the end, she says you've got maybe a week, I'm like, there should we maybe halve that by now. Or say less than a week. Something so where we're seeing, as like as you're asking for, as viewers, that time is passing. She's getting new information, but she doesn't realize it's she's already kind of discovered this problem before. And yeah, yeah, yeah Just I mean, little little things like that would have really sold up that the horror, I guess, of her situation because she's obviously going to find out eventually that this has been going on once again, whether or not she plays some big part. In his demise, I don't know, or you know, I don't think she'll help Team Flash. It'll be like a three-way thing where she'll try and bring him down or stop him, concurrent to Team Flash doing the same thing. But yeah, it's just it it as interesting in that side of the story was. It was otherwise a very filler episode where I find myself thinking the more and more I watch these shows, and I'll say the same thing about Arrow, where I'm like. This is a cool idea. We don't need to see this as episode 17 or episode 18. This could have been episode 10 in a 13-episode yeah. arc or episode 12 in a 16-episode arc. Shorten these seasons down and these key moments will feel like you could make a key moment, a key episode. Or, But yeah, I'll, I'll talk more about that in uh, in Arrow yeah. as well because it had similar elements, maybe not to the... Well, maybe actually to a greater level, but I think what they gave us in Arrow was was better and probably would have been better served in a in a in a shorter format. But we'll talk about that when we talk about Arrow.
0: Yeah, a- the one thing that did annoy me, so Null, who was obviously the villain of the week for this, they couldn't find her for ages. They'd never heard of her, didn't know who she was, and now all of a sudden she's robbing every second <laughs> shiny store yeah. in the city. Yeah. But they'd never heard of her yeah. or she was not able to be found. I just I thought that was again, another really sloppy, quick fix to mm. the storyline. Like, oh, we need another meta. But, but if that's the case, they shouldn't have made it so difficult to find her mm. if all of a sudden she's just everywhere in this one episode.
1: Yeah. it's the one, I think one of the key problems this show has always had where this is more excusable because she's only been a meta since the start of this season, whereas you've had other metas from the particle accelerator explosion that had existed for two and a half seasons coming into season three that were just there for those filler episodes. It's like, hang on, you've had this superpower for nearly three years, yeah, but only now are you deciding to be bad with it, you know? Or they, you see them and in their flashbacks, they're career criminals, they're stealing stuff and then they get superpowers and they don't do anything of note. But then once the episode is about them, they're robbing every second store, they're killing every second person they see and it's like, especially with someone like the bus Metters and, and Null, people like that, that they know from very early on in the season are going to play a key part, why not have just random little bits and pieces here and there throughout the season where there's something floating, you know, like people are asking questions even they 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 come across a story and they're like we should look into this but it's like oh hang on no there's someone about to explode nuclear man's about to explode in downtown this is our focus we'll look into this scientific anomaly later but at least plant the seed so that come the end when it's like oh hang on why is she all of a sudden decided to do stuff maybe she always has but she was doing low level stuff or she was discovering her powers and now it makes sense for her to go out and announce herself to the world yeah then that sells a little bit more, but no. Oh, by the way, This has been someone who can manipulate gravity around for three, four, five, six months, and eh, whatever. She hasn't done anything of note until now. It's just yeah, it's like it's it's a little bit lazy, but it, and it's annoying because it could be fun. They could have done something with it yeah. up until now.
0: They could have, <laughs> but as usual, they didn't.
1: All right, let's talk, Arrow.
0: Hang on. I did write good episode at the bottom, so I Yes, can't... you did. I just noticed a note I'd written on the other page.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Is it
0: the...
1: is it a detriment to the good episode note that you've got?
0: Oh, it's just about one particular person who was in it, but not really in it. Yeah? Yeah. Who's that? Renee? Oh, yeah. What the f***? He was... couldn't be in the episode. Why did they make him... In the episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I found that strange too. It's like, clearly that's not him. You just get him in a voice track. Mm -hmm. Because if he was there, why wouldn't you put him in his costume and take his mask off? Yeah. Like Prometheus. He hardly
0: ever wears his mask. Yeah. And
1: he's, yeah. Like, it's it's where they have someone sitting there, like, shaking their head while the voice is put over the top of it. It's like, (laughs) I don't believe that 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 body there is saying those words. So...
0: It It was uh, almost like what they did with Slade, but Slade... Uh, you could kind of forgive that particular, because yeah. he was there for a reason, and yeah. he did really come back, um, but that was just bizarre. Yeah,
1: and outside of the show, I would understand if that was, or if they did have Slade in a scene, because I have, I said on the show a, a fair while ago, that once DC movies were looking into making a Deathstroke film, yeah, they prohibited the TV side from using him, so... We're not going to see Marnie Bennett around for a little while. Yeah. Unless he shows up in the new Titans TV series um, at some stage because of what a formidable foe he is to that group. That might be where they're saving him for. But from what I'd heard, TV can't use him because movies want to use him. So they don't want that crossover. So that would make more sense if they did have a body there, but they didn't... Oh, no, still using then, the character. Why but why not even
0: write the character in? like They just didn't need... Renee's character Yeah At all Yeah If he wasn't available I, th- I think the
1: scene done. Was powerful enough With with the likes of Laurel there And you yeah. know You could have Like Thea Because Thea's She spent the first Couple of months Of this season In a coma Like have her there And make it more personal At least Laurel I mean Laurel died But then you've got
0: Evil Laurel
1: we well, got evil Laurel <laughs> But then you've got Thea Who is his sister So Her being hurt Albeit not killed still would affect him to a to a great level but yeah I mean you you say great episode I say gr- I mean not that I didn't like the episode I really did but Great start. Like we we didn't know we were looking at the end of the story. Yeah, because he,
0: he wasn't wearing his mask. It was like didn't right have the eye there. shadow on. Yeah, yeah nothing. Like was...
1: he was, and I, I didn't notice that until the very last shot before it cut to the title credit.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I just it was it was and I didn't even know it was his old costume there for a like, because it was moving so uh, you know frantically. would have
0: thrown it out by now. <laughs> yeah, it's like a <laughs> little bit. I,
1: I get the nostalgia of it, buddy. But yeah, like he he just likes to put it on and. Go back to old times, but it was it was old school Arrow. Like, yeah. you know, they got the cops sort of, you know, just giving you that exposition of, hi, I'm bad. Does your wife know you're bad? Ha, ha, ha. Never tell my wife. I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm bad. Even though I'm a cop, I'm bad. So when Arrow suddenly stabs me in the knee with an Arrow, you're going to know it's for a good reason and not to hate him. Um, He's just like taking down an entire police station. Mm. And he's he quite literally wasn't even just slamming people up against walls or arrowing them against a, a door or a desk or something. He was stabbing them through the shoulder with an arrow. And that last guy that was on the ground with an arrow on his shoulder, he goes, where's Diaz? Didn't say anything. Grabs another arrow and stabs him in the leg. And I'm like, dude, what the f*** are you doing? You're on trial. I get some shits going down. And then they flash back to 10 hours later and you end up obviously learning that he was under drugs. But a really great way to open this episode for me because what we've been saying, I think we only said it as, as early as our last chat about arrow. Yeah. They need to get back to old school arrow and are they because he said i need to get back to the basics of my mission Mm. and felicity says does that mean no me either and he's like well i'm not firing you but yeah you're not around anymore and i'm like whoa man like you have used her since like episode one she didn't know she was being used for a fair way but i feel like you need her get rid of deagle that's fine because you're in the field and felicity's back in base you don't need a second field guide that's okay but I feel like you're going to run into a lot of tech trouble or you're going to need to be found when you get knocked out and kid something like you're going to yeah. need tech assistance. Yeah. So that was a bit of a, an emotional response, I think. But now while we have said in the past about, you know, dream sequence type episodes and the, the time loop or almost time loop episode of legends a few weeks back that, once you realize that it didn't happen, does it really carry any stakes? Does it mean anything to you? You know, this in the end, a lot of stuff didn't really mean anything because it didn't really happen. I liked that as a viewer, I was still questioning what was real and what wasn't. Yeah. And things I absolutely knew were real turn out not to be. And, even though he's seeing prometheus there in the corner of a room i'm like well, at least the rest of the room's real but then after all i'm like hang on is any of this real like i just i didn't know and i wasn't sure how deep of a hole oliver's digging himself by saying things to people when he called up quentin goes i'm gonna be late i'm like did you even make that call so when he shows up to the meeting i'm like does quentin know that are you late <laughs> or do you think you were late or uh, are you late and you didn't call quentin like what's actually going on and I liked when Prometheus did pop up and was sort of that, that like evil version of him and saying, hey, this is what's going wrong. It's all your fault and blah, blah, blah. You should rethink your life. And I thought, okay, cool. That's nice. And that's where I paused it and stopped it and watched the rest of the next day. And so when I, I almost assumed that was the end of Prometheus' involvement in this episode. And then when he popped back up and was around for the rest of the story, I was like, is this a bit much? It felt like for me, it went on for a whole day rather than 42 minutes. So yeah. you, I know how much you felt about Prometheus or what you felt about Prometheus. So did you. <laughs> Did you like that side of the story? Did you, and if you did, did you like that it was Prometheus or to At hell with first, all of it? At first, I didn't because
0: yeah. when I didn't realize that it was a hallucination, yeah. I thought, what? why is he back? He's dead. This is ridiculous. And then obviously I realized, okay, it's it's um, a hallucination. And after that realization, I actually quite enjoyed yeah. him being there and sort of you know, digging at Oliver and getting into his head. Yeah. Um so I didn't I didn't mind it because there was a reason for it. Yeah. This time. But um I I liked this episode. And I even wrote I kinda like Vertigo Ollie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well he's yeah he's, I think in, in many ways he's much more fun than what he has been in the last a little while, yeah.
0: Yeah. What did annoy me, so the whole point of the episode was really the end, where um, Diaz is in that room, surrounded by police.
1: Yeah, like it, during they the day, just right? Bomb it. Yeah. So like they're sweeping up broken glass, but yeah. there was a lot of light coming in from those windows, yellow light. Yeah. <laughs> like to throw back to legends, but
0: and he's uh, just standing there with them. All. So why don't yeah. he just throw a f- bomb? He's in reading them.
1: like folders. He's like going through their filing cabinets. I'm like, dude, you don't seem like a big mob boss. Like, why are you going through the captain's desk? Yeah. You know, and then he like carefully, I think, even refiled it before he continued the conversation with uh, with uh, evil Laurel. But yeah, it was all about like I, I actually I as much as the violent Oliver to me was like a throwback to season one Arrow, the end of that episode two was season one Arrow where he's like, now that Oliver Queen's gone as mayor, I'm sending out the invite. I'm making calls. This place, this town is ours and it's open for business. I'm like, this is cool. And that's what I was thinking about with, with, with Flash where that I'm like, this would have been a great episode 10 or 13 episode arc where, Caden James wasn't the bad guy for half of a 22-episode season. He wasn't around for 13 episodes. He was around for four or five. Mm -hmm. And you think he's going to be the bad guy, and then, bang, he's dead. What's going to happen now? Diaz comes in. You're like, dude, you've got nothing. You're just a crime guy. Oh, hang on. You're just a crime guy. You're going to go back to old school Arrow season one, mano y mano. You haven't got superpowers. You aren't a tech genius, whatever. And then a couple episodes to go, you just make this whole town... Gotham City, it is just crime ridden. What is Arrow gonna do? Are we gonna see the end of season two where it was like a battle in the tunnels of yeah. heroes V, just a ton of bad guys go- like it gave me a really good feeling about what this show could be, but knowing that it's not the first couple of seasons of Arrow, I I wonder where it's gonna gonna get to. But yeah, this is Diaz is becoming what I I've wanted him to be as a bad guy. I don't know what it means for Oliver when he's been impeached. <laughs> I mean, if only we saw that happen in real life with particular leaders, that would be the same thing. But anyway, we digress and push on.
0: We do. Because some of the notes that I had written were things that had happened while he was um, high and they didn't make sense. Yeah. And when you realize he was high, it kind of made sense. So a lot of my notes are kind of pointless yeah, yeah, yeah um except felicity's the top that she was wearing it looked like a vegemite jar <laughs> Like what? i'll are have you to wearing? go back and
1: watch that now it's gross <laughs> it's
0: this stripy top of yellow brown and orange and she it literally looked like she was wearing a vegemite jar
1: yeah right well, that's I'm,
0: the only thing that i've really got <laughs> i'm glad
1: you said that yeah you had notes because shit didn't make sense and then now that you see the end of the episode, it's like, oh, that's irrelevant. I don't have problems anymore. And I was the same when Felicity's like, get out. We need some time. but yeah, well,
0: That was one of the things I wrote. Like, that's a bit over the top and yeah. extreme. Maybe. I didn't mind the
1: get out, but when he goes to Quentin, he goes... Um, she wants to get separated. I'm like, no,
0: she doesn't. I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> she never said that. If
1: that's what this show is doing, she goes, get out, and you're just going to go on some big emotional, angst-ridden bullshit for the next three episodes because your wife wants to leave you, and it's because of that, and that's the way that scene was played out. Bullshit. But thankfully... <laughs> come the end of the episode she goes you're my man you know like blah 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 i'm with you to the end i love you and i'm like well yeah you do you would never say that you're pissed off because he ruined it. but i'm like did he even ruin the science experiment yeah. did he ruin the cloned cabbage or whatever the cauliflower whatever the friggin' hell it was turned out that he kind of did but uh yeah it was a Annoy- it almost could have been called Null and Annoyed, because I was annoyed with so much of it, but then when you realise that it's not real, it's like, oh, okay. I was I'm, annoyed for no reason. I'm kind of fine with that,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like this episode. I mean, I'm still really annoyed with the whole Diaz thing. Look, they could have killed him in that room easily with a bomb, but um, <laughs> and that would have been the end of end of that. Um, But other than that, and the Vegemite jar top, yeah. and Renee... That's a good. <laughs> funny. To pick on it <laughs> just I do like three little
1: things. I like the corruption. Actually, the fact that he's in trouble because he got rid of the DA and the police chief, and then even whoever that other bloke that come in that ended up drugging him seemed to be on his side. Yeah, but then he remembers back that he must have got vertigo. You know, like is into his wrist, You know, into his bloodstream or whatever, just from a touch. And the fact that even that guy's in the payroll. Like nobody is uncorruptible in this yeah. city. And I'm like, this is cool. This is a sort of show that I love where you've got limited amount of good guys and it's like, well, obviously they're going to triumph and that's what I'm here to watch. I love lo- watching shows like Sherlock and things where you see smart people be smart to win the day against unsurmountable odds and shows like this where it's... Everyone's bad. You've got a good guy that's down on his luck <laughs> to say the very least, but he's going to bounce back and, yeah, it's got just little promises there but you're right it's little 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 nits and picks now while we might not necessarily have a uh, a knits pick or a uh, or a best or uh, whatnot I think my best was probably the start of of Arrow uh, mm. do you have a uh, do you have a clear and cut list one through three for this week uh,
0: well yes I'm gonna put Arrow at the top
1: Yes, you are, and so am I.
0: (laughs) Um, Flash is number two.
1: As it is with me.
0: And Legends is smack down at the bottom. If it wasn't for Bebo, it wouldn't be at the bottom. Jesus. And didn't
1: they hide that too? Like when Bebo started to... Well, you didn't know what it was. And then everyone else is outside just looking at it. And you're like, what's happening? There's a giant shadow. And I'm (laughs) like, Voltron, Voltron. And it's f***ing Bebo. And I'm like...
0: And that didn't happen in Zambezi. Do you remember they did a flashback? Um, It wasn't what was kind of a flashback, but she was being shown how to use it. She drank that tea and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were standing in the circle, and it was an energy light. They didn't merge and become something.
1: Yeah, that's exactly why I was so confused by that weird space alien creature thing that they they made of do. To then. (laughs) <laughs> that then Mick just did away with a bit of fire, like he started to burn it, and it just turned into ash straight away. Yeah, very weird. Yeah, I was expecting just a bit like they would all come together, like Guardians of the Galaxy at the end of the first movie, and just become energy in a way to to destroy the bad guy. But yeah, no. God, even the bad guy was hardly in this episode. That's how little they cared. But anyway, that's where you... Do, uh, I'm sorry to say Legends. That's where it deserves to be this week, uh, which sucks because it's the season finale. It's obviously coming back. Season four, it's in production. It's all happening. We're only a couple of months away. Yep. Flash second. I'm comfortable because Arrow, yeah, a um, few nitpicks here and there, but uh, otherwise a pretty solid episode. Absolutely. At least we agree. Oh
0: my God. What's going on? I don't know that I like it. This is, this is a a where bit... we
1: need Ben here to throw a spanner in the works going, <laughs> Oh, Legends, five stars. <laughs> It's definitely what he sounds like. All right. We'll be back next week to talk week 23 of DC TV. The return of Girl. Supergirl Terry right. aren't you excited? So excited and it's episode 14 so we've got like 8 or 9 weeks left of Supergirl oh, Flash and Arrow as well so why join us back our next podcast talk DC TV in the meantime catch all of our old podcasts if you really want to go back and listen to what we thought of every other DC TV week uh, check out our podcasting channel SoundCloud and iTunes just search Get Into Geek uh, follow us and subscribe like, share all that sort of gear on the socials Facebook, Twitter and Instagram just search Get Into Geek or myself Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Let's talk some geek stuff, talk some superheroes. <laughs> Terry, where are you?
0: I'm at Tess McLez.
1: On the, uh, on the, Instagram, on the Instas. The Instagram. Check out your pics. Yes. We'll see you next week, Terry. All right. Yeah,
0: Supergirl. <laughs> girl power. Woo!
1: <laughs> Get into geek.com.